Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. Your host, as always, is Fred. Our desire is to encourage, exhort, and educate on biblical prayer through this podcast. The mission of the podcast is to help everyone God allows us to help achieve a growing, biblical, dynamic, and satisfying prayer life. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, you can reach us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. If you would like, you can make a positive review wherever you get your podcast. That would be appreciated. Welcome to today's episode of Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Welcome back again to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast, <clears throat> and a good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you are listening to the podcast. Really do appreciate the time that you take to listen. Um, today we're doing a devotional, and it's it's a personal, it's not kind of, it's a personal devotion. <clears throat> and the one great thing I love about the Word of God says in Hebrews 4.12 that it's active <clears throat> and sharp. And not only does it reveal us, it's active to us. And there are times that I, I come to a passage and I just get um, excited about the passage itself. And <clears throat> the um, there's a, a an old way of saying that there's a saying, um, and it was from a, a guy named Brother Taylor, who um, has four elements, five elements of worship. Uh, kind of living out worship, a worshipful life. But w- the first one is quicken your conscience with the holiness of God. And there are times when we read the word and we'll get to a passage, maybe a particular verse uh, or a few le- a few words, <clears throat> and our hearts are quickened by the, the verse. We're excited. We, we read it. We see it. We, it kind of opens up to us. We understand it, and we're excited. And, and that's what happened to me a couple of days ago. Uh, in Psalm 66, and I just wanted to write a devotion about it, and, and well, you'll see as we go through. So Psalm 66, verses 16 through 20, read like this. Come and hear all who fear God, and I will tell you of what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. But certainly God has heard. He has given heed to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be, the, uh, blessed be God who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness for me. And that was from New American Standard Version, that 1977 version. And I, I, had, I have mentioned that in the past, but I think I, the first passage each each time I think I'll give the the Bible um, version that I'm that I'm reading so that everybody knows to begin with and I will read them all from those uh, from that uh, from that version um, but that's I hit that and I was just struck and the reason I wanted to do a devotional podcast on it is because of the very first verse in the passage verse 16 come and hear all who fear God, and I will tell you of what he has done for my soul. 
And and I I wanted to do that. I wanted to tell you all who listen, <clears throat> everyone who's going to listen, what God has done for my soul. And that's obviously something general that we're supposed to do. It's something general that we they we want to do, and we see in the New Testament very often uh, people have to be restrained from telling. God, uh, Jesus would heal somebody. God would heal somebody in the New Testament, <clears throat> and then tell them not to tell anyone uh, for His purposes. Uh, obviously, because at other times He would heal, and then, like I believe, with the um, the demoniac, uh, he, um, Jesus tells him, and I'm just thinking of this, so I don't have the verses here, but you can look these up as well. But he heals them, he casts out the demons, and then um, the guy wants to follow him, and Jesus said, no, I want you to go home and tell everybody what God has done for you. And other times he heals them, and he says, don't say anything. Again, so each of those times, for each of those um passages, those people, God had a specific purpose in mind. Now, most of the time, they did just the opposite. They ran and told everybody what had happened, because that's what happens to us. We want to tell people. So that's a general call on our life. But I really felt a specific thing, uh, a specific call for um, Psalm 66, 16. Come and hear all who fear God, and I will tell you of what he has done for my soul. Uh, obviously, in the last generation, uh, C.S. Lewis uh, came to um, address that same issue and uh, about people who criticized Christians for sharing their faith or telling people about God. And, and he made the point that that's just what we do as mankind. It's what we do as a species. It's what, what we do as God's created being. If we see a beautiful sunset or sunrise, we want to share it with someone. We want them to see what we saw, and and or we explain it to them, or we paint it uh, for them. And but because that's the way we're built. Uh, there's a, a funny story. I can't remember the baseball player's name, but he was a professional baseball player uh, who uh, played um, on the West Coast. So it was Los Angeles or Anaheim or one of those cities, uh, San Diego maybe. Anyway. At the in the evening, him and his wife would go out each night when they were able, and they would watch the sunset on the beach. Uh, so they would find a place and they would watch the sun go down. Well, uh, he was on a, uh, a eastern road trip, uh, you know, playing baseball, and so they were on the east coast. And in the evening, his wife and him, uh, they went out to watch the sunset over the ocean on the East Coast. And the thing that's humorous about that, of course, is it's behind them. (laughs) The sun is behind them at that point. And so they just weren't thinking. Um, But that's what we like to do. We share what we love. How many times have you just been around at work or somewhere else and somebody's telling you about something that maybe you could actually not give a care in the world for? like their favorite football team or their favorite sport. And typically we're polite and we listen, but it's because they want to share. And we do the same thing with things in our lives. And so as I got to that verse, I was just 
cut to my soul that I wanted to tell um, what God has done for my soul because he has done for my soul. And as a matter of fact, as well, that's one of the reasons for the podcast itself. Uh, Part of the motivation to do the podcast is just that, what God has done for my soul through prayer. And what, and obviously um, it's not at this point for me, just enough to tell you what he's done. I would love for everyone to have those experiences as well, to grow into that relationship through prayer with Christ, that that what he has done for my soul, he will do for your soul uh, as well. And so that was the second reason that I just wanted to do a a devotional podcast on that, on that passage, because I do want to tell what he's done for my soul. And again, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't want you to have those same kinds of experiences as well. And we have them. And in the, um, in the activity of prayer, going before him each and every day, God has brought comfort and joy, motivation to my my um, life, peace for my soul. And as we've talked about before, he's helped me experience eternal life right now. And so it's a, it's just a wonderful passage. And it begins again with, come and hear all who fear God, and I will tell uh, of what he has done for my soul. Okay, so what he's done for my soul. And as I begin in verse, then go to verse 17. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. And 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 that's what he's done for my soul. That's where it begins with. My cry of salvation, for salvation, he heard. Uh, my cry for protection, he has heard my whole life long, even before I knew he was protecting me. My cry for spiritual growth, the first time going through scripture, uh, myself, uh, and reading, I remember coming on uh, the life of David and reading that God considered David a man after God's own heart. And that has been one of my prayers uh, since, um, since uh, well, since the first year of my salvation, since I first read that. And he's honored that. He's, he's helped me grow spiritually. He's helped me I, I wouldn't claim for myself I'm a man after God's own heart, but that's what I want to be. That's what the cry of my soul is. And however, whatever, wherever I'm there in that process, wherever I'm at, it's because he heard my cry and he's helped me to do that. Um, my life verse, which I don't know that I've told you guys before, is Ezra 7.10. And it says, forever, uh, for Ezra had decided in his heart to study the law of the Lord and to practice it and to teach his statutes and ordinances in Israel. And so for me, obviously not in Israel, but in, in my life, I, I wanted to study God's word. I want to do God's word. Uh, and that part comes at varying, varying success, of course. But the steps I think are there. You study God's word and then you implement it in your life and then you're able to fully teach it. And And God has done that for me. And speaking of that, daily forgiveness. I cry every day for him to forgive my sins, to forgive you know what I've done in uh, commission, the things that I did, that I know I did, the things that I should have done and didn't do. Uh, and then the, th- the the secret sins, the things that I don't know that I may have done that I don't that I don't that I'm not cognizant of, 
<clears throat> and for an example of one of those is um, as we as we grow spiritually, one of the things we find is that what sins we've taken care of in the past, um, we've taken care of them, and 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 our habits may be different, our thoughts may be different. I used to take the Lord's name in vain all the time. I don't do that obviously anymore. I don't even think it anymore. The process for me was I realized I was doing it after I got saved. I committed to stop doing it, but I would still say it, his name that way. And then for a while I would think it and not say it. And then uh, after a time, I don't think it or say it anymore. And so for me, that was a progression. But before I knew that I was sinning, using his name in vain, you know, you can't go back and find all those and confess them. So, and that happens to us from day to day. So he, he gives us, he hears our cry for daily forgiveness as well. And so he has heard my cry. And when he does, and when he has, I, I praise him, I worship him, I extol him with my tongue. So my mouth and my tongue fit together uh, in this verse to just express that when when we call out, God hears us and, and we're thankful for that. That's what he's done for our soul. He's given me salvation. He's protected me. He's given me spiritual growth and daily forgiveness. And so um, those things and many, many more he's done for my soul in verse 17. And then verse 18, he says, if I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. And and, and the, especially the Psalms are just um, shot throughout the Psalms with the psalmist asking God to deal with the wicked and to, to take care of them, which we know he's doing. We know he's going to do. But here he says, if I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. And, 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 and to that extent, that's true. Uh, as far as we regard, and I take regard for kind of uh, uh, grasping onto or holding onto or desiring wickedness, and he doesn't hear. And we know because of our daily repentance, we experience that from day to day. We know because of that. We know because his blood was shed on our behalf that we don't regard wickedness in our hearts and that he does hear us when we call. And so we do thank you, Jesus, that your mercies are new every morning and that we are washed clean because of your mercies. You have made us whole and you hear our prayers and we can just bless you and um, trust you for that, Lord Jesus, because we see it in your word here in verse 18. And so as you've seen your prayers answered, as you've drawn closer to God, one of the ways that's one of the evidences that you're not regarding wickedness in your heart. And of course, we we feel estranged from God. We feel far from Him, even though we're not necessarily far from Him when we are regarding wickedness, when we are making bad decisions. But He answers those. And again, that daily repentance, repentance helps us to know that we're not regarding wickedness in our hearts. And then verse 19, uh, but certainly God has heard. He has given heed to the voice of my cry. So he does hear. We do know his power through our prayers. We've seen the answers to our prayers. He hears me when I worship him. And and every day I worship him and worship him through 
through prayer. He hears me when I confess my sins. And we've and we just talked about that. When we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous, right? To forgive us our sins. And then he's he hears when we make our supplication. Uh, just yesterday, uh, I was um, texting a person that I've been praying a very specific thing for. And sure enough, the answer was there. And it's just a great privilege and a great joy to be able to rejoice with somebody who got the answer to their prayer. And we don't take credit for it because we prayed for it, but we are able to participate in their victory and what God has done because we have prayed for them. We've been faithful and praying for them. And so he has heard our prayers. And he sees um, he sees that and he answers our prayers. One of the uh, major things that that uh, I see in relation to this as well is <clears throat> it did it it happened over time and it happened in wildly different circumstances. But I can look at my prayers for the salvation of my family, and I can say that my whole household you know how in the new testament it will say like the jailer believed and his whole household well i can say that father mother brothers everyone uh, in my family are believers children um my uh first grand baby has confessed faith in christ and i have faith in the other ones who are too little at this point um and so i know he's heard my prayers because my whole family is going to end up in heaven. And we greatly rejoice in that. And then verse 20, he says, Blessed be God, who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. So again, that flows from verse 19. We know he's heard. We know he He hears our prayers because we see them answered. And then we're able to worship him. I worship him for my dad's salvation. It, it's all miraculous, but the way that that unfolded and then the, um, because I've told you before, he he uh, came to Christ just the night before he died. And then the affirmation, because we all want to believe that, right? And sometimes we, we look willingly and maybe we hope against hope that uh, a loved one or somebody we've prayed for are saved. And and we don't want to fool ourselves, or I don't want to fool myself. And I, I, and as I was contemplating what had happened, and and when he died, and who his doctor was, who was a Christian, and the conversation that his doctor related to me that they had, um, and maybe I'll tell you about it some other time. But there was very specific confirmation that my dad is in heaven, and that's been wonderful. That's been grace. My mom, thirty years praying for my mom. I've told you that before, and. And one of the confirmations is, uh, even though in the wintertime, it's really, really hard for her to get out, she wants to be in church. And that is a confirmation of her salvation. We talk about the Word, and and, and sometimes I um, do a Bible study with her because that's what she desires. And so I know God has answered my prayers, and He hasn't taken His loving kindness because I don't worry about anybody in my family anymore. And so um, there's a couple of passages that just kind of relate to that that I wanted to to end with. One is Psalm 17, verses 7 through 8. That's Psalm 17, verses 7 through 8. And the psalmist says, Wondrously show thy loving kindness, O Savior, of those who take refuge at thy right hand from those who rise up against them. 
keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of thy wings. And so his loving kindness doesn't depart from us. We are the apple of his eye. And you've probably had that explained uh, for you. Somebody uh, analogized it as the time it takes travel uh, for light to travel from your pupil to the back of your eye, which is almost instantaneous. That's his care for us and his um, and his, I was going to say his eye on us, which I guess I can say, but he he answers that prayer. He doesn't take his loving kindness for him. And then verse uh, Psalm 62, verse 8, and again, this is Psalm 62, 8, and it reads, trust in him at all times, O people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us, Selah. And all of those things God has done for my soul. And so, Again, uh, everyone who wants to hear, everyone who can hear, I want to tell you of what he's done for my soul. And so as we go through, he's heard my cry for salvation, for protection, spiritual growth, daily forgiveness. He's He's heard. He knows through my confession that I'm not um, regarding wickedness in my heart. And he cleanses us every day from our sins uh, in confession. He hears my worship. He hears my confession. He hears my supplication when I pray for other people. Um, I know I'm in his presence on a daily basis. And then lastly as well, I can rejoice that my whole household has been saved. Thank you, Jesus. And so you might want to tell us what he has done for your soul. If you do, you can go to the free range preacher. I'm sorry. Uh, free range prayer at gmail.com and you can tell us about what he's done I would be happy to to um, for in your place uh, tell everybody if you have uh, want to tell it what he's done for your soul so again you can go to the free range prayer at gmail.com also if you would like uh, just as a reminder you can find at um, on the Etsy site, uh, if you type in fa- the foundational prayer primer or foundational prayer primer, there's a prayer help there for you. It it doesn't cost very much. It costs a little bit. You can get a um, a physical copy or a PDF of that, but you can get that as well. And um, the next time we're going to do prayer and how prayer displays our faith. So again, thank you for that. Uh, and I hope even if you don't want to tell me or us about what God has done for your soul. Tell somebody today what God has done for your soul. Remember what he's done for your soul. Remember when you cried to him and he heard and answered your prayers and let somebody know because that obviously glorifies him. So again, I do thank you for listening. Um, As has been our tradition, I'm not going to close with a prayer today, but I will let you know. Um, May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Free Range Preacher. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us for our next broadcast coming up soon. For Fred and myself, this is Richard Durrington saying, Make it a godly, fun-filled day.